Hello, 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 whenever and wherever you are, and welcome back to Sticking Points, that crazy little podcast where we crash creativity into financial planning and see what falls on the floor. And this is the first episode of season four, where we're going to be talking about building businesses. So that's my business, me, David Chislett, creativity activator based in Utrecht province in the Netherlands, and his business over there, and you are Good morning, David. Uh, morning. Good afternoon, David, or wherever you are. You're in your press where you live in the Netherlands. We'll just go with that one. Um, I'm Jason Utah, financial coach in Johannesburg. So, yeah, thank you for the intro to our new season. And let's call, we, as you mentioned, we're going to call this building businesses, uh, building your business and building my business. Yeah, so let's see, let's smash them together and see what falls on the floor. But the whole idea, what got me thinking around doing this is I listen, and I'm sure you do, a lot of podcasts. A lot of podcasts generally is around theory. And I'm saying, well, how do we live that theory? Let's actually do it. Let's see what happens. So cool. Shall I outline what my, my situation is and what I think my challenges are? Okay, cool. All right. So um, I'm a creativity activator, which loosely speaking means that my goal of my business is to help people and teams get in touch with their inherent creativity and enhance their ability to access it so that they are better able to solve problems, come up with ideas and deal with growth and change. The pandemic really did force me to rethink my ideas in a big way. And at the time that the pandemic hit, I was also already considering pivoting from focusing almost exclusively on training to leading with keynote speaking. And then, of course, the whole in events industry uh, imploded. And so since then, I have been pivoting and pivoting and coming up with a lot more digital stuff, a lot more online products, a lot more online emphasis to help my business uh, grow, which all of which are things that I intended to do anyway, but it's certainly massively accelerated the program. What I've discovered since doing that is that I actually don't even have the basics of anything together whatsoever. You know, I've worked for myself for 25 years and I've been pretty successful, but I've generally been the kind of business or the kind of entity that didn't really need to have an overt strategy to go and find work or to let people find me. I was a freelance journalist for many years. I was a band manager. I ran a PR company. And all of those things traded on my pre-existing reputations from other spheres in order to leverage business. And now I suddenly find myself in a place where people keep on asking me, well, what is your niche? And, and what is your strategy? You're doing so many amazing things, but I don't see how they hang together. And, and observations like that. And okay. my reaction has always been, but I don't want to niche myself because as far as I'm concerned, what I'm offering is of use to every single human being on this planet. And it's only recently that I've come to terms with the idea that it just doesn't work that way. And that just because you have found a niche that you are focusing on doesn't mean that you're never going to end up serving other people as well. So that's kind of where I am. It's an interesting idea, um, focusing on a niche with the understanding that you are going to be niching, however, your service is available to others. 
So yeah. it's almost like a contradiction to say, I'm niching and focusing on this part of the market. However, should someone else need it, it will work for them too. Yeah. So what I'm learning is that when you niche, you make your messaging super clear because you understand what the needs are. Well, hopefully, I mean, that's the whole idea of this niche that you're focusing on. And therefore you express what you're about and what you offer in terms that are very clear to that market. But I think the emphasis is on very clear. And so anybody who uh, might come across your messaging, even though they're not in your niche, can still get a much clearer idea of what you're all about than if you had persisted with a more generalized message. Just to um, reframe and come back to you as to what I've heard is over the, over the years, you've been building a business around training and allowing people to solve problems and identifying creativity so that they can grow and change. And what's happened is you wanted to run this training and become a keynote speaker and to become a leader and actually have one-on-ones or whatever it is with people around you and actually stand up and do that. However, COVID has rearranged the business for you. Yeah. And you've pivoted a few times and you've gone to understanding that uh, you need to go digital, build some online courses. And you've also discovered that you need to have a look and go back to the basics. That uh, You don't really have a strategy. You don't really have a niche. And how do we now put all of this together in order to grow what it is that you want to so that it's successful into the future? Yeah. So that's it. And I'm lucky that I've got a bunch of friends who have volunteered to help me. Um, so I had a very useful call with a, a gentleman by the name of Alan Wick out of England, who uh, for an hour talked me through positioning and niching and, and how to think about that and gave me some really some nice matrices that I can use to try and um, analyze my market and what my competition is as a way of helping me think better about my positioning. Um, and my friend Judith Germain, also out of the UK, uh, the uh, Maverick leadership specialist, who was just giving me a lot of ideas about how to join the dots between all my diverse activities so that they're actually driving one agenda instead of looking like a whole bunch of totally unrelated agendas. Um, and yeah, so I've also looked at a bit of Seth Godin stuff and I'm thinking about, basically what I'm thinking about is how to use my content platforms, LinkedIn, my, my blog, Medium, my newsletter, blah, 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 in a way that actually drives people to the products I'm selling. At the moment, they kind of exist in a vacuum. Okay. So what I'm getting is we're going back to gathering. You've gathered a whole lot of dots. And we've spoken about gathering and understanding and, and getting, getting the dots together. And now those dots we're going to be building something from. Yeah. I mean, as I've gone through this process with these two or three people, what I am beginning to realize is that I'm, I guess I'm actually quite lucky. I do have all the bits and pieces, it seems. Uh, what I don't have is the connecting rods that puts it all together. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. What will make season four successful for you? Um, I think it's really nice, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm having these consultations with experts and I'm taking lots of notes and I'm sitting here with my post-its and, and doing spider diagrams and stuff. But I think it's always nice to verbalize ideas because I don't know, it's just how my brain works. I tend to solve a lot of problems while I'm actually speaking rather than writing or just sitting on my own thinking. So for me, 
uh, it'll be a really good process to verbalize it. Uh, and second of all, you know, I'm coming with some quite early stage conclusions, which will be lovely to test with someone who's in a similar situation, um, but also has a completely different skill set. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> let's put the microscope on you. I've, I've talked enough. <laughs> yeah. So from my side, I am a financial planner. And through the years, I've been coaching as well. And my intention is to smash coaching and financial planning into one business. And through the years, I've been struggling as to how to actually do that as an offering. And I believe that I've also come up with a, a clear understanding of what it is that I need to offer now. Having said that, uh, my business is now going through a number of changes and I will get into that over time when we in the next two weeks I'll let you know what those changes actually are um, but once that is in place my intention is to build a niche financial planning coaching business where the focus is on clients that actually want to work with me and to offer more than just financial planning to those clients so how do we now make your money work for you? How do we understand your relationship to money so that you can use the money to live the lives that you want to live? Right. Over and above that, I then want to create groups of my clients. So networking, I want to also understand the social media side to it. And really the, the intention is to stop being scared of doing what I say I would like to do and actually get down to it and get it up and running. I don't believe it's too difficult. I've coached many clients on leaving businesses and building businesses and doing these sorts of things. And I'm getting a little bit frustrated because I seem to not be doing it myself. And for me, that's where I am currently at. I would like out of season four, to, to have this roadmap up and running and to actually be on it, to be on the road and make it happen. And, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Cool. Now, you know what they say, you teach best what you mostly need to learn. Exactly. <laughs> and my clients have given me phenomenal ideas and um, I'm really going to be implementing them into this uh, little business. And yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. All right. So do so you have we, any homework for me for our next uh, episode? Yeah, we'll get there. But let's, uh, I'd just like to um, just give an overview of where and how this is going to work so mm. that everybody can join us. Is mm -hmm. that one week um, we'll be coaching, I'll be coaching you. And after that, um, we'll put together some meeting notes so that if you are in a similar position to us, um, we, you can take those meeting notes and actually start filling in and doing the work that, that uh, we're doing together with us to actually have a look at building your own businesses. Cool. And then the following week afterwards, you'd then work with me. So we've got a two-week time frame to work, work together. To do the work. Yeah. To do the work. All right. All right. So let's talk about quickly then we need to set a goal for, for our next episode yes so that um so are you going to coach me for the next episode 
I'll coach you for the next episode and then you can coach me for the following right. episode. So what do I need to bring to the table for our next episode that's going to make sense for people to hear about? Where would you like to be crystal clear in your message? I think the thing that I struggle the most with is the niching, without a shadow of a doubt. I, I, okay. I emotionally and intellectually resist the idea, even at the same time as I, I, I get it. I see why it's important. And I can, when I start talking about more of a niche, I get more excited about my messaging immediately. So I understand it. I still just haven't quite gotten over that. So would that work for you? Would that be a, a good homework where, where you could actually start and say, well, all right, let me have a look at uh, niching. Let me try and understand what, where my message needs to be and who I'm going to be talking to and all of awesome. that. Yes, okay. I'm busy working on that anyway, so that's perfect. I will bring that with next time. All right, so what I do have is, I'll, I'll set it out for you, is have a look at a number of factors. So who are the people that you want to niche with? So what are their characteristics? What is the type of person that you want to talk to? Mm -hmm. Who inspires you the most? Um, have a look at that. Have a look at what industry they're actually in. So is there a specific industry that you want to be niching? Have a look at the clients that you are currently working with. And out of those clients, what excites you the most? One thing that we have spoken to in many um, scenarios is around your elevator pitch. And the elevator pitch answers the problem why. Yeah. So what is the problem that you're looking to solve for this niche? And yeah. lastly, how do you make this niche profitable? So is it a profitable niche? Are they able to pay you? Okay, cool. So I'll type up those, we'll type up those questions so that they are a lot more clear and I'll do that homework as well. But next week will be your week and we'll start off there. Awesome. Jason, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much. You too. Cool, Dave. Have a lovely week. Thank you. Until next time, when we bring you more sticking points, you have a lovely week too. <laughs>